The Attributes of God by A. W. Pink Read by Aaron Kane Chapter 7 The Immutability of God This is one of the divine perfections which is not sufficiently pondered. It is one of the excellencies of the Creator which distinguishes Him from all His creatures. God is perpetually the same, subject to no change in His being, attributes, or determinations. Therefore God is compared to a rock, Deuteronomy 32.4, which remains immovable when the entire ocean surrounding it is continually in a fluctuating state. Even so, though all creatures are subject to change, God is immutable. Because God has no beginning and no ending, He can know no change. He is everlastingly the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. James 1.17 First, God is immutable in His essence. His nature and being are infinite, and so subject to no mutations. There never was a time when He was not. There never will come a time when He shall cease to be. God has neither evolved, grown, nor improved. All that he is today, he has ever been, and ever will be. I am the Lord, I change not, Malachi 3.6, is his own unqualified affirmation. He cannot change for the better, for he is already perfect. Being perfect, he cannot change for the worse. Although unaffected by anything outside himself, improvement or deterioration is impossible. He is perpetually the same. He only can say, I am that I am. Exodus 3.14 He is altogether uninfluenced by the flight of time. There is no wrinkle upon the brow of eternity. Therefore, his power can never diminish, nor his glory ever fade. Second, God is immutable in his attributes. Whatever the attributes of God were before the universe was called into existence, they are precisely the same now and will remain so forever. Necessarily so, for they are the very perfections, the essential qualities of his being. Semper idiom, always the same, is written across every one of them. His power is unabated his wisdom undiminished, his holiness unsullied. The attributes of God can no more change than everlasting love. Jeremiah 31.3 And, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. John 13.1 His mercy ceases not, for it is everlasting. Psalm 105 Third, God is immutable in his counsel. His will never varies. Perhaps some are ready to object when we read, It repented the Lord that he made man. Genesis 6.6 Our first reply is, Do the scriptures contradict themselves? No, that cannot be. Numbers 23.19 is plain enough. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. The explanation is simple. 
When speaking of himself, God frequently accommodates his language to our limited capacities. He describes himself as clothed with bodily members, as eyes, ears, and hands. He speaks of himself as waking, Psalm 78.65, as rising early, Jeremiah 7.13. Yet he neither slumbers nor sleeps. When he institutes a change in his dealing with men, he describes his course of conduct as repenting. Yes, God is immutable in his counsel. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Romans 11.29 It must be so, for he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. Job 23.13 Change and decay in all around we see. May he who changeth not abide in thee. God's purpose never alters. One of two things causes a man to change his mind and reverse his plans. Want of foresight to anticipate everything, or lack of power to execute them. But as God is both omniscient and omnipotent, there is never any need for him to revise his decrees. No, the counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Psalm 33.11 Therefore we read of the immutability of his counsel. Hebrews 6.17 Here we may perceive the infinite distance which separates the highest creature from the Creator. Creaturehood and mutability are correlative terms. If the creature was not mutable by nature, it would not be a creature, it would be God. By nature we tend to do nothing as we came from nothing. Nothing stays our annihilation but the will and sustaining power of God. None can sustain himself a single moment. We are entirely dependent on the Creator for every breath we draw. We gladly own with the psalmist, Thou holdeth our soul in life. Psalm 66, 9 the realization of this makes us lie down under a sense of our own nothingness in the presence of Him, in whom we live and move and have our being. As fallen creatures, we are not only mutable, but also everything in us is opposed to God. As such, we are wandering stars, Jude 13, out of our proper orbit. The wicked are like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest. Isaiah 57.20 Fallen man is inconsistent. The words of Jacob concerning Reuben apply with full force to all of Adam's descendants. Unstable as water. Genesis 49.4 Thus, it is not only a mark of piety, but also the part of wisdom to heed that injunction. Cease ye from man. Isaiah 2.22 No human being is to be dependent on. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the soul of man, in whom is no help. Psalm 146.3 If I disobey God, then I deserve to be deceived and disappointed by my fellows. People who like you today 
may hate you tomorrow. The multitude who cried Hosanna to the son of David speedily changed to Away with him, crucify him. Here is solid comfort. Human nature cannot be relied upon, but God can. However unstable I may be, however fickle my friends may prove, God changes not. If he varied as we do, if he willed one thing today and another tomorrow, if he were controlled by caprice, who could confide in him? But he is ever the same. His purpose is fixed, his will stable, his word is sure. Here then is the rock on which we may fix our feet, while the mighty torrent sweeps away everything around us. The permanence of God's character guarantees the fulfillment of his promise. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that hath mercy on thee. Isaiah 54.10 Here is encouragement to prayer. What comfort would it be to pray to a God that, like a chameleon, changed color every moment? Who would put up a petition to an earthly prince that was so mutable as to grant a petition one day and deny it another. S. Carnock, 1670 Should someone ask what is the use of praying to one whose will is already fixed? We answer, because he requires it. What blessing has God promised without our seeking them? If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. 1 John 5.14 He has willed everything that is for his child's good. To ask for anything contrary to his will is not prayer, but rank rebellion. Here is terror for the wicked. Those who defy him break his laws, have no concern for his glory, but live their lives as though he did not exist must not suppose that when at last they shall cry to him for mercy, he will alter his will, revoke his word, and rescind his awful threatenings. No, he has declared, Therefore I will also deal in fury. Mine eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity. And though they cry in mine ears with a loud voice, yet will I not hear them. Ezekiel 8.18 God will not deny himself to gratify their lusts. God is holy, unchangingly so. Therefore God hates sin, eternally hates it. Hence the eternality of the punishment of all who die in their sins. The divine immutability, like the cloud which interposes between the Israelites and the Egyptian army, has a dark as well as light side. It ensures the execution of his threatenings, as well as the performance of his promises, and destroys the hope which the guilty fondly cherish.
that he will be all litany to his frail and erring creatures, and that they will be much more lightly dealt with than the declarations of his word would lead us to expect. We oppose to these deceitful and presumptuous speculations the solemn truth that God is unchanging in veracity and purpose, in faithfulness and justice. J. Dick, 1850 End of chapter 7